Welcome to the Better Wealth Podcast, Enlightened Discipline. I'm Matt Halloran, and I will be your host for today's podcast, and I'm joined as always by Scott Stauffer, an experienced financial advisor who is a designated CFP or Certified Financial Planner and the managing partner of Better Wealth. This podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth, located in California's Silicon Valley, serving individual investors and companies from around the United States. Today's podcast is going to talk about saving towards your goals. The last podcast we had was actually writing the goals down. So Scott, if you don't mind, can you walk us back through uh, the 10 disciplines of Better Wealth so that we can uh, just be reminded of the path and the journey that we're taking together? Sure, Matt. Thank you. You know, and these are also on the website. So if you go to betterwealth.us, um, there's a place where it talks about, you know, the top 10 disciplines of better wealth and, and you can download a little a little paper that we have there. But the first one that we talked about is uh, understanding what you cannot control. Um, then we talk about identifying your goals and writing them down. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the third one, uh, how to start saving towards your goals. And after that, we're going to have some other podcasts that will talk about finding your balance, um, looking at, at that asset allocation that you should have. Uh, the fifth one is tilt your allocation. What are some things you can do that, that are kind of based on, on evidence and facts and, in terms of your allocation? We always want to um, focus on a 10% discount as a good deal and a 20% discount as a better deal. So how do we how do we work with the cycles of the market to, to, to our favor? Number six. Seven, know how much your investments cost you, really understanding the transparency that we need in, in this industry. Number eight, managing your emotions and staying the course. Uh, number nine, create a map. Do you have an investment policy statement? And then the last one, number 10, is, is using a coach or a teacher uh, to help you improve. So those are the 10 disciplines of better wealth. And today we're going to talk about um, how to start saving towards your goals. So walk us through this. Tell us what are the best ways and some helpful hints on how you can truly make an impact to achieve those goals by starting today. Sure. And, and uh, you know, I, I was uh, I, I, I tell my clients, you need to buy goats. That's what I tell them. Okay, and, what? And they, <laughs> they kind of look at me and they're like, what are you talking about? And, and uh, I heard a, a talk um, a while back from Dan Aureli. Um, and he's a professor at, at uh, psychology and behavioral economics at Duke University. He's got some really neat stuff on the web. But he was talking about how sort of in if you go back and you were to talk about ancient times or medieval times or even Old Testament times and, and how people – would accumulate wealth or how they would save their money. And they did it by buying goats. Hmm. And what was interesting about that was that in his analogy, he said, you know, you could look at your neighbor and you could see how many goats your your neighbor had. So you could see the savings that your neighbors were doing. So uh, buying goats and accumulating wealth was a community observation, a community event. Everybody could see it. Today, what we see instead is the spending. We see the the new cars in the driveways. Mm -hmm. You know, we see the fancy vacations that people take. We see uh, how people spend their money, uh, and and one of the interesting things is that maybe we might have a little bit better luck reaching our financial goals if we had more of a sharing of what some of the saving that we're doing. So I'm not saying that you should go knock on your neighbor's door and say, "Hey, I'm saving for my 401k." Are you? But the idea that we get is even in the in the structure of the relationship that I have with clients, we try to have them um, be very public about what's the saving that they're doing. Um, and I think that that can really help. Uh, Warren Buffett has a good quote where he says, investing is really delaying a current want for a future need. So a lot of times what we're trying to do is to help people understand what are some of those future needs that you may have. 
and what are some current wants that we might want to delay and, and have to reach some of our, our saving goals. A great example, too, is my first career was a teacher, and, and I was a teacher in Iowa, and I worked for one year, and then I got the travel bug and wanted to go travel abroad. And I, was, I remember vividly one time this one student that I had said, you know, hey, Mr. Stauffer, you're not going to stay in Iowa, right? You're leaving after this year. And I said, yes. And he says, well, I was talking with another teacher, and they said that you can take your Iowa State teacher's pension. You know, you can take it out, and you don't have to, because you're not going to be in Iowa, you can take that money. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. And uh, when I started to become a financial advisor many, many years later, I went back and figured out the math. And I think at the time, you know, I was like 26. And so mm -hmm. I took the like $3,000. I paid the taxes. I paid the penalties and, and, uh, and got some money afterwards. And then I went and traveled and, and um, had a great time. But I did the math when I had a wife and kids and family and a mortgage. And I realized that that would be like, like 30 years later, it would be like, you know, like $80,000. And I was wow. like, oh, my gosh. If, you know, where was my saving, where was the value of saving that I had then? So I think um, how do you get people to value saving? How do you get people started? There are so many stories of, of neighbors and friends and parents and grandparents who, who have, I wish I would have, you know, I wish mm -hmm. I would have started mm -hmm. this if I had only known, you know, then what I know now. And so that's not the hard part. I think where people get stumped is what's the best way to start saving, um, and, and there we've sort of come up with maybe, you know, the top five things you can do right away that, that aren't going to hurt you, but just get started on them. And, uh, so if it's okay, we'll, we'll go through what, what those top five things are. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's go. So the first one is, is kind of funny. It's, it's, uh, it doesn't apply to everybody, but it applies to a lot of people. And I think a good percentage It's start with the free money. In other words, many people work at companies that offer a company match. That if you contribute a certain amount to the 401k plan, then the company will match. And I used to always say, even if it's something that you'd never want to do, you could, you could put in the money to get the company match. You could take the money out at the end of the year if your plan allows you, pay the taxes and penalties, and you'd still have more money than what you put in, right? So there's free money on the table if you just participate in your in your company plan. So don't leave free money on the table. So one of the things we always try to say to people is, is, is understand if your company has a match and, and contribute at least to get what the company's gonna match you. The second one is um, understand that there are accounts that can reduce your taxes. Everybody wants to pay less taxes. So lots of times by contributing to uh, an employer-sponsored plan, if your employer has one, that's how you can pay less taxes on your income. And so tax-deferred accounts are are really, really cool. And so we want to make sure that we're doing those. Those are really important. The third one are tax-free accounts. You know, there are some accounts uh, that you can put money into. You don't have to pay any taxes while the money is in the account. And you don't have to pay any taxes when the money comes out of the account. They're mm. called Roth IRAs. Mm -hmm. You know, some people have the ability to do Roth 401ks. But anytime you hear the word Roth associated with an account, you probably want to do that. And there's lots of ins and outs about how you can do that depending upon your income level. And that's where having that personal coach, that, that financial advisor can, can really help you. Mm -hmm. um, so there's lots of things we can do around that. The fourth one is that uh, automatic deductions are your best friend. You know, they, they reinforce the behavior that we want, but we're unable to do on our own. So setting up automatic deductions through your, um, you know, through your company plan are, are, are fantastic. Or just 
um, you know, setting them up through your bank to put money out of your checking accounts and into a savings account where you can invest it later. Learning to do that. And then the fifth one we have, you know, the five easy ways to really get started on the best way to saving is give yourself a raise every year. And remember, you know, start saving towards your goals is all about control. Mm -hmm. Our first, you know, discipline of better wealth was understanding what we can't control, but identifying our goals, the second one, and then starting to save towards our goals. These are things we can control. So, you know, there's so many things in, in advising and in the world of finance that we can't control. So learning to understand to just give yourself a raise every year by saving a little bit more is going to get you in the right direction at least. So those are five things that I think anybody can walk away with this podcast and sort of say, you know, do I have a company match? You know, am I getting my free money? Am I doing something that helps me reduce taxes? Am I looking at the ones that are tax free? Am I doing it automatically? And am I giving myself a raise every year? If you're not, well, then, you know, get started on those things. Many people in America want it now, right? We've we've talked about this before, and I'm sure we're going to talk about it in future podcasts. And delaying gratification is really important. And I love that you were talking with about Warren Buffett. You know, investing is a delayed current want for a future need. I, that's a brilliant quote. I'm really hoping the listeners write that down and, and keep that mindful. But the last thing that you said, I want to drill in on that just a little bit more, Scott, because as your income increases generally year over year, what I have found, and I'm sure our listeners have found too, is that people just upscale their lifestyle. So how do you, as my financial coach or my financial advisor, how do you make it so that I keep that in perspective? Yeah, that's, that's really tough, you know, and there's, um, you know, because you're starting to talk with people about spending too much or other things. And, and one of the things I try to point out, and it's somewhat scandalous, I think, for a financial advisor to say this is that when people don't reach their financial goals, it's seldom, if ever, because of bad investment performance. Interesting. It, you know, it, it just doesn't happen in, in, in the environment. I think when you're working with a quality, um, you know, certified financial planner, somebody, somebody like, you know, Better Wealth or other firms. And I, and I think it's because we're just not going to do, we understand what the pitfalls are and we're going to stay away from those things. So when people don't reach their financial goals, more often than not, it's because A, they didn't know what their goals were, B, they didn't save enough, or C, they spent too much. Mm -hmm. And so it's really just sitting down with people and, and helping them understand. It's bringing back the conversation that you had with them early on that sort of said, what are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish? Here are the ones that we've written down. These are the things that you said are important to us in the long term that you want to accomplish. Now, looking at some of the choices, we don't want you to live like a pauper during you know, your, your working years to have all this you know, resources available to you in retirement and then pass away young. So that, that's not the solution. It's just finding a happy medium and continuing to bring present those future needs that we don't think about every day. And so, it's, again, it's just like checking in with that uh, personal, you know, um, exercise coach who's mm -hmm. working with you on the workouts or the, the nutritionist or just resetting. And gosh, you know, I'm always trying to lose that 10 pounds of weight. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it seems like every Monday morning I wake up and I go, oh, I did okay this weekend, but I didn't do great. Um, so I tend to lose weight during the week and then put it back on on the weekend. And so it's just resetting and, and sort of refocusing and saying, okay, what's important to me? How am I going to make some good choices? And that's where coming back to, you know, that automatic deduction kind of thing. As long as you're doing that and not building up credit card debt, 
you know, because your lifestyle is continuing to spend at a level where, the, where you're taking the money away to save, you know, I think that's a really good thing to do. And giving yourself a raise every year, you know, uh, again, you know, my wife and I sit down and every year in the early part of the year, we talk about what worked well last year, what didn't work well. We talk about it in terms of our relationship. We talk about it in terms of our finances. We talk about it in terms of each of our kids and what are the things that, that we want them to work on or what are the things that we need to support them better on. And it's the same thing with your finances, you know, that second goal of writing down your goals and getting together with your planner and reviewing those things is really important. When I talked about starting to save towards your goals, I didn't want to get in and, and have people get stuck on, well, what kind of account should I do or mm -hmm. how much mm -hmm. and all these other kinds of things. I said, just get started, you know, because if we wait and we wait and we wait, next thing you know, it's going to be 45 years old and we're going to be like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to work forever. What am I going to do around this, right? When we wish we would have started at, at 25, doing it a little bit. So it's starting those good habits younger. Well, how, how much should a person save? I mean, how, how do you figure that stuff out? Yeah, that's a good question. And, and there's a lot of neat little rules or best practices that can help you. And in the beginning, the important thing is to just get started. But overall, there's sort of a rule. It's called the 50-30-20 rule. And that basically states that your income that comes in, 50% 50, 50 of it needs to go towards you know, just the basic, you know, costs of living. 30% of it is sort of your discretionary fun things, you know, not just fun, but discretionary. Uh, and then the 20% is what you should be saving. And, you know, we just try to remember that it's 20% of gross income, not your net. Um, but, you know, the important thing here is whether you're doing 15% or whether you're doing 20 or whether you're doing 25, um, remember that just doing your retirement plan at work, if you have one, is not going to be enough. And so what I try to focus on is getting people started. So when people come in and they say they want to start saving, you know, we don't want to wait six months before we do that until we understand all the different facets of their financial plan. We want to get them started right away. And so another rule is that um, the, there's a big if, – if you, if you think maybe it's, it's too late for you, it's not. The five years before you retire can be super impactful uh, in terms of what happens in your retirement. So that doesn't mean don't wait until those years, but if people feel like they haven't done enough, mm -hmm. just know that it's never too late. And, and especially those five years when you see retirement on the horizon can be really impactful. So, uh, you know, just to answer the question directly, 20% gross, 20 of your gross income is generally a, a best practice in the industry. So you, you have talked about some of the uh, vehicles that you can, that are the best ways to start saving, but how do you help? your clients save. So what does, what does Scott do? What does better wealth do for me, the client to help me start saving today? Yeah. And this is, this is where we talk about our tagline enlightened discipline. So the, the enlightenment is, is helping people understand what their goals are, where they're going to go. It's also educating people about what are the right accounts to use. You know, it's continuing to meet with them and saying, you know, Hey, you just turned 50. Are you doing the catch-up contribution that you can do in your in your 401k, your 403b, or, or 457, whatever it may be? So it's it's really spending time with people to educate them and make them understand what some of the things that they should be doing. And then it's the discipline. Um, it's it's having a plan. You know, all of our clients have a have a detailed plan. It's we write it down for them. It's showing their progress along the way, and it's providing lots of positive encouragement and little rewards. Again, it's that um, I'm escaping his name right now, but it's the head coach of the St. Louis Cardinals who says that if you have a heartbeat, you need encouragement. Mm -hmm. And so um, 
it, it's tough out there for people, uh, I think, in terms of, you know, looking at their neighbors and seeing what they have or other things. And so we just try to focus on the things that you can control with lots of positive encouragement and then showing progress. That's really important. Well, any closing remarks? No, I think that's it. I mean, I think that there's a lot of neat things you can do uh, around saving towards your goals. In the upcoming um, in a podcast, we're going to talk about uh, what's your balance. Okay, so now that I've started saving, what should I do and how do I allocate some of these funds? And, and that would be really fun to talk about as well. Well, as all of you can see and hear, uh, one of the things that really does make Scott fundamentally different is his level of excitement around things that are really important to you for the long term, saving, writing your goals down, and then having him keep you accountable to achieve those goals so that you can have the retirement that you're working so hard for. So that's it for today's Better Wealth Podcast. I'm Matt Halloran for Scott Stoffer. Please make sure you follow us at betterwealth.us. And when you're ready to have an advisor who is focused on doing what works better for your success, Scott and his team are available to chat in person, on the phone, or on a video conference. 